Welcome to Good Morning, the podcast on a mission to open up the conversation around grief and loss with honesty and humour. Hosted by Sally and Imogen, we interview interesting guests to hear how losses shape their lives. Join us as we laugh, cry and drop the odd F-bomb. Welcome back to the Good Morning Podcast. We are your hosts, Sal and Im, and we are back in your ears today with part two of our sibling loss special. For those of you tuning in for the first time, sibling loss is a topic that we know has impacted so many of you, but it isn't as widely discussed. And we had such a huge response from you all when we did a shout out on Instagram recently that we decided to make a two-part episode on this topic so we, we could include all of your tips stories and experiences there is not enough spoken about this is there in about sibling loss so we were like let's do two parts we need to talk about this so come in in hot with part two and it's been a long time coming guys thank you for being patient because I know we've been saying we're going to cover this topic for a while now but it can be common to feel like the grief of the parents or a spouse is put front and center over sibling grief. And as we discussed in part one, it can be like the siblings aren't recognized, which is something that we heard so often when we were doing research for this episode. And this seems to be one of the most common responses from listeners that people always ask how the parents or spouse are, but really how the siblings are. Wasn't it, Sal? It absolutely was. You know what? I actually think that this was one of this was probably the most common response that we have from people um that people always ask how the parents are but but never acknowledge the sibling yeah Um, it was like how's yeah how's your mom or your dad but never you and you're like that's why it's the forgotten mourners because you just feel forgotten about it's like hello I'm grieving too and this is yeah why we wanted to do this for you guys and you know it's also something that we've heard from um, loads of you is that family dynamics can shift after the loss of a sibling and we we kind of touched upon on it on the first episode of this series didn't we in part one um but I think there can be like an added pressure of feeling like you have to look after your parents after a sibling dies or that you know you have to push your grief down to protect your parents Yes. And sometimes even you might have to like look after your nieces and nephews, which can be, you know, so difficult and an added layer of responsibilities that you weren't expecting as well. All on top of having to digest and cope with your own grief. You know, it's a lot. So let's jump in to some of your experiences and your responses. So um, to kick off, Juliana says, I lost my brother in 2018 from a car accident and it was completely sudden and tragic. We were all so close and grieving the loss of my brother has been the hardest thing that I've ever gone through. But what's been harder is watching my mother grieve the loss of a child. In a way, it feels like I'm experiencing almost like double the grief. It's been three years since he passed, and this has actually been the hardest year yet for me. I have an amazing support system, and I'm extremely lucky in the regard, in that regard. But I don't feel like there's enough support for sibling loss groups or resources. You know, most conversations are about parents or spouses, and I feel like my grief definitely gets lost in the shuffle. And I think that that's a great way to put it, isn't it? 
Yeah, feeling lost in the shuffle. It's, I think it's something that many of you are feeling by the sounds of it. Um, very, yeah, very, very spot on. And watching your parents grieve has also come up as something that's very hard for people to mm. do. And you want to kind of fix their pain and and just shouldering the load of their grief as well. And the, the double grief, I think, is a very r- real thing, a double whammy. Definitely. And I think that's a, a really interesting way to put it. Like you feel like you're almost experiencing double the grief, like because you're kind of trying to look after them, but then yourself, like that must be really bloody hard. Grieving for, so you're like also grieving for your parents for what they've lost on top of everything that you've lost, but also not getting any recognition or support at the same time. It's fucking hard. Yeah, that's a lot. And Lucy says here, where to start with sibling grief. No one asks you if you're okay. They only ask how your parents are. And another listener here agrees. They say the first question is always, how are your parents? And rarely, how are you? And Sydney says, I lost my little brother um, last year in a work accident when he was 18. It is so hard trying to live a life without someone that you didn't expect to outlive. It feels like nobody else understands because most people relate to grief from experiences that are expected, like the death of the grandparent. This is immense pressure when people ask how my parents are doing. And I feel like my own grief pales in comparison. And Ali says, I lost my brother um, three years ago. I lost, sorry, I lost my brother. And then three years ago, my dad died. I got way more support when my dad died. No one goes through life preparing for the loss of a sibling like they might with a parent. And when my brother died, I experienced having to hide my grief to allow my family to have more space for theirs to be seen and felt. Wow. This is just, it's heartbreaking, isn't it, Sal? It is so heartbreaking and it's so eye-opening as well. I think, you know, this is a really important topic to talk about. And like you guys, you know, you have said so many times like this, the sibling, sibling grief isn't as widely recognized. There just aren't as many resources out there about it. So we hope that by being able to share your experiences and how it has impacted you, that this might help educate other people as well on like how to to show up and be better for people who have lost a sibling. Yeah. And Nedzi says, people supported my parents as their grief was so great, but mine was too. This listener says, I had so many people telling me to look after my mom and talk about how she was feeling. I felt I was forgotten in the process and also made to feel like she had it worse and I had to focus on her. They don't realize that the hole that sibling guilt leaves because in my experience, we expect to lose our older generations before us, despite the timing not being what we expected. We know at some point in our lives, we'll live without them but we never expect to live without our siblings. The grief and guilt is real, especially once we outlive the age they were. And that's something that popped up a lot in our part one was people having that fear of passing their age and what that feels like. And the guilt that can come up with that, like survivor's guilt, I think is a very common experience after sibling grief as well, um, which isn't discussed enough. And Nick J 55 says, I wish someone would ask, how I'm going rather than always how my sister's husband, kids, or mum and dad are. And Mackie Moo says, I definitely feel like a forgotten loss. People often ask how my parents are, but not the siblings. 
Collio says, my little brother passed away five months ago after my mum died in 2020. I'm so sorry. That's just so much grief to, to deal with, sending you so much love. And she says, this, the number one comment is still, how's your dad? It's just, it's not good enough, is it, Sal? It's not. It's really not. No. And Claire says, my parents made me feel seen and cared for, whereas most other people made me feel invisible and like my brother didn't live. And Wonderling says, most people ask how I am, listen briefly, and then ask about my parents. And Violet says, my sister died in 2020, and everyone always says how sad they feel for our parents. Kel says, my brother died three days before Christmas, and everyone asks after my dad, but no one checks in on me. Guys, we are so sorry. It's just, like we said, it's just not good enough. And Danielle says, I get asked how my parents are doing, but never asked how I am doing. I keep getting told to look after my parents, but hey, what about me? I think there's, yeah, this sense of feeling unsupported is so bloody common, isn't it? Honestly, like so many of these responses are the, are the same and it's just yeah. heartbreaking and we want to include them all because we just, yeah, it's just so important to give you guys this space to share your thoughts and feelings and also just help you guys like, you know, feel like you're not alone in this. Deb says, I lost my sister in 2020 and I've had no support from any, any family since she passed. And Jesse says, I lost my sister and bottled my grief for five years while I was strong for my parents and I had no support at all. And girl and her grief says, I'm the youngest in my family and seeing my older siblings and parents struggle is hard. I also get asked how my parents are and with no recognition of how I am, which is really hard. Colette says, the added pressure of Father's Day and Mother's Day and all the other milestones can really hammer home that my brother isn't here. Yeah, so we don't even think about those things, do we? Like it's all these other added mm. experiences that come with this type of loss so hard. And um, I think that then there's also holding it all in and feeling like you have to carry the load for your parents. And that's something that we talked about with Rebecca Jackson. We touched on it in, in part one as well, but there's this like added expectation often put onto the siblings that you have to kind of like protect your family too. And, and that can be really difficult and just a huge responsibility. This listener feels that outside people just don't get it. Me and my siblings share everything, then try to protect my mum and dad. The high priest deck says, when my mum died, I had to be the strength for my family. Now that my brother died, my dad and I share it. DK Ferry says, in the first few months after my brother passed, I took on a role as parent for my mum and dad. And this is yeah, something that we want to highlight is the shift in family dynamics that can happen as well and people taking on different roles. And Anastasia says, it's incredibly challenging managing your own grief while trying to support your parents. Nicole says, seeing the grief of my own parents on top of managing my own grief has been the absolute hardest thing. And Sophia has said that I have become a therapist for my parents. Violet says, as the older sibling, the expectations have been heavy. And one listener here says that I subconsciously hold in all my emotions around my mum. When I get home, they just burst out of me. This is an interesting one. We've got a listener here who says, it's almost like you have to be the sole source of happiness for your parents. And obviously they don't put that pressure on me. I do that to myself, but still it's really hard. 
That is really interesting, actually. Yeah. And I think like just reading some of these experiences of yours, you know, it feels like there, is, you, there are these expectations that you've got to hold your emotions in, that you've got to shoulder the load, that you've got to manage your grief on top of your parents' grief. Like that is an awful lot. And I think if you are experiencing sibling loss at a young age as well, when there's times when you should have, you know, you should be allowed to be going out and making mistakes and fucking up a bit and like putting, you know, making your parents' lives a little bit hard, which we all did when we were teenagers. If your parents are grieving, they probably don't have any room to cope with anything else. Then that kind of probably leaves you feeling really isolated in times where you, you know, you should be able to be putting that kind of added pressure on your parents. I can imagine that would be a really, really, really challenging time as well. Oh, hugely challenging. Like so, so challenging. Yeah. Um, and we've got a listener here that says, when my brother passed away in an unexpected accident, it was so tragic. Everyone kept telling me to be strong for my parents. But what about me? I've lost my friend since birth. And even though he was a sibling, it was a unique relationship and I miss him every day. And this is actually it's something that we covered a lot, didn't we, in the first episode, um, episode one of our sibling loss series, because there is that, you know, it's like someone said, it's like being amputated. You know, you grow up with your siblings, you share lifelong bonds, you've got a history together. So you know, even, yeah, it, it, people obviously ask about the parents, but I think it's so important to acknowledge that a sibling is a lifelong bond. Like people need to recognize, mm. you know, sibling grief more so. It's a huge loss. It's a huge loss. Um, we we spoke to Anne, aka Grief Kid. I don't know if you guys follow her on Instagram. She's brilliant. She talks about grief does really amazing cartoons and she lost her brother Liam and she sort of touched on this feeling that sometimes siblings have when they feel like they've got to fix their parents and she said you can't fix your parents and no one should try and feel like they have to she says that with families it's really hard to support each other when you grieve differently and you know you all have different relationships and are in different life stages and some advice that she had that has really helped her is she finds it much easier to talk with people her age um, who have been through loss. And she finds that she gets that support for her grief outside of the family unit. Um, she says, you know, if you feel like if someone feels like they're a burden, then definitely go to Instagram or podcasts or, you know, other kind of grief support networks and try and talk to somebody outside of your family unit because that might take the pressure off feeling like you've got to contain your grief within your sort of family unit and like and and hold that space for your parents if that makes sense I think it's like giving yourself a bit of a break yes and feeling like a burden has come up a lot hasn't it Sal it has <clears throat> it really has and no one should feel like that um Another response here that a lot of you seem to be experiencing, and we've touched upon it briefly earlier, but like feeling like you've just got to hide your grief. And Danny says, as a sibling, you feel as though you have to try and keep it together for the rest of the family. And Riley says, I lost my older sister 10 years ago, and I felt like my parents protector ever since. And that's another thing, you know, you might feel like you want to shoulder your parents' grief or that you want to protect them from this 
you know, in immense pain. So that comes into play as well, doesn't it, Im? Yes, and people like have said that they downplay their own grief as well because they don't want to kind of, yeah, stress their parents out anymore or make them feel like they have to worry about them. Mm. So they just hold it all in. There's so much that comes into play with this type yeah. of loss. And um, it's just actually really hard to think how it's not covered enough. Like even like going through all of these messages and you're thinking there's just so much here that people are going through with the loss of a sibling. It's quite unbelievable that there's just so little uh, in terms of like resources out there. Anyway, so much still needs to be done. Yeah. So much needs to be done, but digressing is our favorite thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> um, Shelley says, we felt like we had to be strong for our mum. And we were kind of left to deal with our own pain. And Sister of Boo says, Sister of Boo, oh, I felt really alone when my sister died, but I pushed it down to support my family. Very common. So this one here is a bit of an interesting perspective about holding grief in as a sibling. So Kimmy here breaks down why she feels she doesn't take up as much space with her grief. She says, my little sister passed away very suddenly almost nine years ago at age 22. And I've always felt I've had to allow other people to grieve her, including my mum, dad, her husband, our other siblings, and even friends. And I feel that my grief as her sister is small compared to others who are more open about it because I've always felt that I can't really grieve because there are already plenty of people doing it for her on my behalf. And somehow it's my job to continue to be the rational daughter slash sister. It's a really interesting perspective, isn't it? That is really interesting. Like it's, yeah, like you've, you've got a role to play. Yeah. And but it also, sounds like it almost is like helped her in a sense. Like, I don't mm, know. That is an interesting perspective. We've got a listener here that says, I was six months pregnant and had a one-year-old when my brother died suddenly last year. I found myself having to step up and organize his funeral and most of his affairs afterwards. And I honestly don't know how I did it. I think I went into autopilot mode because my parents couldn't. It was like I was distracting myself from the tragedy. I still find myself constantly worrying about trying to be there for my parents and my other brother. That is a, a lot of weight you're carrying on your shoulders there. And I can absolutely um, relate to the autopilot mode. That is my, my go-to. Uh, it is. Modus, go mode. uh, modus operandi. <laughs> absolutely it is and Carly says I didn't realize how hard it is to see everyone else's grief on top of my own especially my mum's again back to that double double grief that you feel is very common Hannah says I lost both my brother and sister within 17 days Hannah I'm so sorry that is just absolutely devastating Obviously, my mum is broken. She says, I feel like I am the strong one for mum, but also being there for my niece and nephew is at the forefront of my mind. But I also have two kids myself. There's just such little support out there. That's absolutely heartbreaking. And I think there can be changes to your role in the family, which we have sort of touched on already as well after a sibling dies. And a lot of you have expressed that you feel you have to take care of your parents or nieces and nephews, which is a lot on top of caring for your own grief. Absolutely. And actually we 
we've got a long time listener called Josephine. Um, her Instagram handle is Josephine's Journal. And she actually reached out a while ago um, and wanted to know if there is anyone else experiencing the loss of more than one sibling because she has lost both of her siblings. Um, and I thought it might be a really good time just to say like, she's open to anyone connecting with her. So if you have lost like both of your siblings and you wanted to connect with somebody that ha has been there, been through it as well, then um, Josephine is open to, yeah, open to chatting and is a really lovely person to connect with. So her, yeah, her Instagram handle is Josephine's Journal. You can find her in our followers as well. Bit of matchmaking here. Yeah, a little bit of matchmaking. Love it. <laughs> and Jody says, I have had to care for my late brother's kids as well as my own on top of managing my own acute grief. That's a huge responsibility and just yeah heart goes out to you having to deal with that as well Jody. it's so hard and this listener says sibling loss can bring a lot of added friction to families and trauma i was left to deal with everything when my brother died and it was like my grief didn't exist that was stressful added friction again very common theme with mm -hmm. with what we're about to discuss and rebecca has an experience here with changing family dynamics too she says I lost my brother a little over a year ago. And since then, it feels like I've lost a large piece of my mum, as if she still have, as if she doesn't still have three kids here that still need her, but I feel selfish saying it or feeling that way because I know she is in so much pain over losing one of her babies. Also, I feel like anytime I try to talk to my mum about my grief, she never acknowledges it. She will just start talking about how she feels. So I just get quiet and listen to her and just never share my pain with her, which is really, this really sad. That is really sad. And I think, you know, like we said earlier, the grief Olympics, like competitive grief can totally be a thing. Um, we actually asked you guys on Instagram if you felt like you had experienced competitive grief and 91% of you said yes. Like that's, that is a lot of people. Um, it is absolutely a thing, this kind of sense of there being like a hierarchy. And obviously this is a common sort of theme throughout this sibling loss discussion that there seems to be, you know, you feel like your grief pales in comparison, but it's just, it's a really hard one to navigate. And we've got a listener here who says, I felt I wasn't allowed to grieve as much as his wife and kids. Competitive grief is absolutely a thing. Another listener here says, my dad told me it was hardest for my mum as she was the one who carried my brother. It's felt like even my parents disregard my and my sister's grief at times. And there's an interesting one here on this unspoken grief hierarchy, which obviously plays into that sense of, you know, competitive grieving. Um, Gretchen says, in 2019, I lost my younger brother and older sister in the space of two months. I was told to make sure I was caring for my parents and constantly pushed to make them happy. This left me feeling inept and grossly deficient as a person. Obviously, I can't make them happy and it caused a lot of guilt for any grief that I felt. I was told so often that my grief was less than and I started to believe it and felt my siblings would be ashamed of me for being so sad. Yes. It's one so, thing feeling like your grief is less than, but being, them being told that it is like, this makes me so, oh, I, yes. Yeah. We're really <sighs> sorry, Gretchen, that that was your experience because your grief does matter and it is valid. Yeah. And talking of grief hierarchies here, Becca says that she feels like her mum one-ups her grief for her brother all the time. Like she misses him more or it hurts more. 
I mean, look, no one is going to get the title of world's greatest griever because it doesn't exist. So, like, <laughs> let's just stop trying to one-up each other, please. Like, are oh. we sure there aren't a grief Olympics? Like, I feel like there, there we is. start one, guys? <laughs> yeah. Coming to a city near you. <laughs> who can Gold out- medal over here. <laughs> who can out-grief one another? Yeah. What would that even look like? Okay, tangents, like, let's... Yeah, okay, sorry, guys. <laughs> Back on it. <laughs> um, but I think when we when we don't get the way other people, like, close to us, like, how they are coping with loss, because we all grieve so differently. Sometimes, like, you know, or if we feel like our grief is being compared, it can be really hard and, like everyone has said, cause rifts in families as well, which is really common. A good piece of advice that David Kessler shared with us actually when we interviewed him um, that might help some of you who feel like your grief is the polar opposites to others in your families. Um, he said that there's like, there's no such thing as one person's crying too much or one person's crying too little and you're crying or not crying is just right for you. So understanding that people deal with grief differently can help us move forward with a bit more compassion, even, you know, if the comparison feels hard. And I think, you know, when you have a parent thinking, Oh, my grief's worse, I'm more sad than you. Like it can be so hard and you might not be crying and you might not be as outwardly grieving as much as them, but like grief is different for everyone and it looks different for everyone. And just because someone carries it well, what's the saying doesn't mean it isn't heavy absolutely and you know we've talked about this a lot on the pod but like our grieving styles are different like you are very much a feeler and you find it hard to to not express emotion whereas I am much more a doer and I kind of thrive in channeling my pain into sort of more being more productive yeah so I grieve via a to-do list you know it's like weird and <laughs> so it's fucking, fucking weird for me that's so foreign for me <laughs> I know but your sister's like that though isn't she like she's you know, very much like that my mum died bloody hell give me the funeral I organized the funeral of the year like that's how I you know that's how I coped like by doing stuff whereas you were like you couldn't you didn't you don't even know what date the funeral was on I was you? absolutely useless and my sister did everything so yeah again she probably felt like she had to shoulder a shoulder all of the responsibility whereas I had room to not because she's an older sibling like you know maybe there was something there which I haven't really talked with her about and doing this episode I will I will go and ask her and we're like was that experience hard for you did you feel like you had to kind of put on a brave face and be be the strong one in the family because I couldn't you know and I think it's probably common but I think yeah like recognizing that we all grieve differently and that that everyone has different coping styles and like just because you're not crying doesn't mean that you're not grieving like you know like anyway just so important so important to to know and to talk about and another element that's important to talk about is being a parent to a child who's lost a sibling that is a big Uh, one it's a big one and um sardila says that she worries that her daughter who is the middle child now sees it as her role to make everyone laugh and be the family clown since her little brother died and she's worried because she just wants her to be a kid too um and this is also an interesting perspective um, from a parent. Uh, Dana says, my son died last year and I'd love some guidance. My daughter is 17 and she doesn't really express her grief much. She wants to appear normal to her friends. And I just want to know, like, is that a normal coping mechanism? I have heard teenagers find it harder as they get older um, and, you know, generally find that grief gets harder day to day um as they get older and I'd love some advice 
Um, so we actually put this out, didn't we, to one of our listeners, uh, Iana, who is a psychologist and psychotherapist. And we asked her uh, about supporting kids who've experienced the loss of a sibling. And we put Dana's question to her. And she says, this can be very typical behavior being a teenager. It's a phase where we are all very much orientated towards our peers. And it is such a sensitive phase in general. And then having uh, to grieve your brother on top, it might just be too overwhelming. Um, it just depends on how long ago the death was, but she might still be in shock where it's just too much to talk about um, and be open with her grief. So she suggests here um, to Dana that it might be that her daughter might not have the words to describe what is going on inside her, which I think can be quite common with kids in grief, can't it? And even teens. Yes. Um, and her advice is to, for Dana to show her grief and express it as an example for her sister. So uh, for her daughter, as an example for her daughter. So for example, let her know how good it felt for you to talk to a friend about your feelings. And also she suggests that it's worth Dana um, telling her daughter that she doesn't have to be strong for her. Yeah, I think I think that's such an important one. It's like setting an example, like it's okay to not be okay. Emotions mm -hmm. are okay. You know, just, you know, people sometimes worry, I don't want to cry in front of my kids, but it's, sometimes it's like, it's good to express that emotion and show them it's okay to feel things as well, rather than yeah. trying to have to be strong. Yeah. And, and also let her know that it's okay if she can't deal with the death right now. You know, that can be um, a coping mechanism where she's protecting herself because the pain is just too much at the moment. So she recommends like just giving her time, giving her space, let her be as she is and just be patient. And if she feels up to it, maybe a grief support for other siblings or teens that age um, could be good, but only if she's ready. So thank you, Iana. That is absolutely fantastic advice and hopefully helpful for you Dana and if anyone's listening as well we we are going to cover how to talk to kids about death as well in an upcoming grief tip Tuesday and because it is it is tough and sometimes it's yeah difficult to know kind of how to how to deal with that and and manage it so we are going to give that some space too and we asked you guys what advice you'd share for others going through sibling loss and we had some really good responses so Aoife says I lost my brother to suicide in 2016 I was in my final year of nursing he was out in Australia living the life expats do in this beautiful country to this day I struggle with my brother's loss my sister and my grief journeys, although similar, have also been different in terms of how we feel, interpret and manage his loss. I actually moved out to Australia two years after he passed to see the life he lived and loved. I've been here nearly three years now and it's been a massive part of my journey. I absolutely love to speak about him. If I have any advice, it is to be kind to yourself. Many won't know what to do or say or how to say it, but never let their memory fade because pain is a reflection of the love you have for them. We are so sorry, Aoife, like suicide losses on another level. And especially when you're coping with being a, you know, an, an expat or living like so far away from your family, when you're trying to cope with grief, like I understand that very well. It's, it's very, it's very difficult. So we're sending you lots of love. 
And Lena says, your family system might change and that's okay. Take care of yourself and don't give yourself too much responsibility. Give yourself time to grieve. Linny V says, remember, you are still your own person. I love that one. Amy Kipp says, your feelings are valid. You have lost a part of you regardless of what anyone else says or thinks. And he says, remember that your grief matters. And she's done that in capital letters to make sure that you guys get that message. It absolutely does. And Joss says, having friends that I could talk to about how I feel outside of my family has helped enormously for me. And I love this one. And I think it's a really special one to end this two-part series on. Katie Rose says, I live my life like I have my big sister guiding me and I treat it like no dynamic has changed. That's such a beautiful way to look at it, hasn't it? I think it's something that we we both do with our mums, don't we, Sal? We do. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in and for sharing all of your experiences around this topic. We... It's such an important one to talk about. And we really hope that these episodes and this episode has helped you feel seen, heard and validated. All of that. And sibling loss isn't talked about enough, guys, and we need to have more conversations. So we do hope that this series has helped you in knowing above all else that you are not alone and sending you lots of love as always. And for tips and resources for sibling loss, Check out the first step of this series if you haven't already. And we here also have an Instagram story highlight on sibling loss if you want to go check that out. Sending you lots of love, guys. And we hope that you have found this helpful. And guys, if you've enjoyed this series and you enjoy the pod, if you've got five minutes, we'd love it if you could leave us a rating or a review as it helps Good Morning get seen by other people. Until next time, guys, we'll see you soon. Bye for now. 